Matt, I had a really good time listening last night, but what I'm really, really curious about is when Michelle gets her podcast so that I can actually hear her answers without your interjection, because I think she had something really interesting to say, but you blew right over top of her, buddy. Thank you, Kevin, for unmuting me. In this narrow scope, in this particular question, I was the guest. <laughs> ah, but the question was directed to your lovely wife. <laughs> I don't care what you ask about, but just like any fine points and like something that people will hear and then they'll be like, oh, I want to go watch that. Um, well, this isn't tearing you down, but I, I thought it was a good observation that when they said that the type and kind of cattle changed when Monopoly hit the scene and it was luck. I think that you, your take on that is more my belief that I think some of these bulls can change the game more than the game changes to the bull. The cow families changed the game. It was just a, it was just a weird way to pose the question, but I think that even Brett Carter would agree with uh, me that, I mean, he sees that within the main breed. That's his bread and butter. Uh, Epic and some of those sons that Gerald and Brett own together. I mean, it's cow families that dominate it. Not, it's not necessarily lines uh, uh, or even individual bulls taking over a market. It's cow family. I, I mean, I hear that from everybody. A lot of these folks are like a dominant cow family takes over the breed. And uh, Hazel, Riverstone Charmed, uh, the Century Touchstone Angus. Those are just dominant bloodlines, and I guess there was a hundred full brothers to Monopoly back in the day. I mean, once again, I'll just say it. I'll repeat it. I was just so lucky that Monopoly was the creme de la creme and not a headliner or the one that Carousel's owned or the one that Troush owned. I don't remember them. Their names off the top of my head. You there's were... less. There's less luck in that than than you give credit for because I saw all of those cattle at roughly the same time in their life as a baby calf on the side of a cow. Mm -hmm. And if anybody looks at it objectively, Monopoly was remarkably different than his siblings yeah. in several ways. He was shorter backed, he was longer haired, he was had the big bug eyes. The other ones all had characteristics that would uh, not be bad as far as quality cattle. They were still really high quality but they didn't have the club calf bells and whistles that Monopoly had. None of them had that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, just in terms of answering the question, why do you always say you're lucky? I'm going to say it's always better to be lucky than good, brother. It's always better to be lucky than good. Luck favors the persistent. It is a cool deal that uh, the Sharn boys were able to raise one to compete at that level. They They try really, really hard on their – club calf project and todd's been yeah messing with club calves for a really long time i mean the way that that hit the internet and the in the aftermath i'm not trying to uh talk down to anyone involved there's about five different parties involved and i'm not one of them i don't own one oak and i don't own red rocky but the truth is the truth and it is what it is, as old Brandon Snyder likes to quote me as saying. So yeah. the truth is, that's a Red Rocky shorthorn from old Todd Shireman that Nelson England sold to Steve Bottom. And, uh, you know, I guess uh, at the end of the day, I can kind of see where all parties were. Uh, in terms of the seller, I can kind of see where they were at because I think they got mistreated on a, 
on a, their semen interest on a on a clone to Red Rocky. So, I mean, I guess uh, you make the best playing it, and uh, I'm pleased and and happy that it all turned out the way that it did. It kind of reminds people they got to do good business long term, and mistreat people, you will be mistreated. And uh, that has nothing to do with Shiremans, England, the Noonans, the RCCC. It has to do with two of those other parties. So I, I love the Bonham Show cattle. They're my favorite. And I love me some stock, Martin and Baylor Bonham. And they are the most famous students on the Oklahoma State campus. Since old Fuzzy Zellner won the 1947 Oklahoma State led Oklahoma State to the national championship, averaging 31 points and 14 rebounds a game. And I, I it wasn't three steals a game. It was four and a half steals per game averaged. It was an amazing year for old Fuzzy. Yeah, yeah, I'd say. I hope that people don't think that I'm beating a dead horse like Brad Hook likes to do, but it's just like, I can't believe it happened at 20 years old to 24 years old before – Monopoly blessed me into my life at 24 or 24 and a half years old or whatever I was. I mean, we just, we had too much success, family friendly, but it was just, we probably were a little bit arrogant and we probably shouted a little bit too loud when our calves won the shows. I had a little bit of success since then, but uh, that was probably the favorite calf trading part of my career. I tried to just dabble from here and there. Although two or three years ago, my wife will interject that we did have 77 online sales in 48 days in the fall of 2019 with the help of Layton Just know Ediger. how miserable that was. It was <laughs> god fucking awful. Never again. With some crew that year. Uh, Brandon, oh Decker, god, and, no. Brandon Decker and Layton Ediger, Ediger to this day have standing offers for full-time jobs. We can't get them to come back. They think that we're what? joking that I, we're going to slow down. I don't blame them. That was too many. He thinks I'm lying to him that we're not going to have 77 sales again this fall. We are not Brandon, having 77 sales. I know sales. you're listening, Brandon. I know you're listening. And Brandon, we're only going to have about 10 online sales. We're going to focus on Michelle's calves, dabble in a few that I've seen across the country while I'm making my trip. But uh, the goal is to keep it below 60 this year in terms of total number of heads sold. I'm 40 now. I got to uh, just concentrate on the bulls and. Uh, my wife, she just keeps doing such a great job of raising these cattle. Hey, here's breaking news. It happened last night after the show. I am here. I-80 Cross, purchased by the MLC, raised by Glenn Netsky. Glenn, you said it after I bought the calf and the calf and his mother, and I think you're right. You priced them too cheap. But, uh, just hitting a point that we've talked about before. I am here back on an I-80 cross. These are my talking points, and they are the truth, and it is what it is. So if you don't believe me, then don't read your I-80 cow to I am here. But if you do believe me, let's make some money and make some show champions. That one keeping his seeds, Matt? Uh, I wouldn't think so. He's probably one of the three or four best I am here's that I've seen. Uh, Nelson England bought the other two. And you know what they were out of for cows? I-80s, I imagine. Yeah, you got it, buddy. You got it. Oh, Brad Otto, I talked to him last night after the show on Cattle Drive Live, and he told me, well, you weren't you weren't screaming on the screen, so I thought you did really good, Matt. So now we're back in the podcasting format, and it's harder to show your energy through an audio stream, so I'm going to get a little more revved up today now that we're back on just audio only. 
take it down a notch. <laughs> did, I, did did Corey commit to coming on your podcast? I couldn't get. I that. actually reached out to Corey Thompson this morning of six oh five sires, and there is no doubt that I'm a persistent little devil, just like you said earlier. So I'm going to get Corey Thompson, and the quicker the better, because I want to do good business with six oh five sires. And and by gosh, I think Corey wants to earn my business. We're going to do business together. Nothing wrong with that. You start with a positive and then you end it with a negative. I love doing that. Go. Put your hand over your mouth, Matt.